Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today we're diving into the fall season since we have officially transitioned into the fall after the equinox last week. So this is probably one of my favorite times of the year. I love all four seasons, but the fall, there's just something magical about you know, the changing of the leaves and the trails here in Minnesota are so pretty. I love a nice uh, cooler weather by cooler, like 60s to 75 is kind of my sweet spot. Um, and so that's that's what we're in right now here. Well, kind of sometimes it's in the 80s here, but, you know, for the most part, we are transitioning into that cooler weather. But as I just mentioned, sometimes it is in the 80s, sometimes even the 90s. That is a very Vata thing. So as we're talking about the fall season, it is the Vata season if we're going to speak about it in terms of doshas. And so if we think about, well, why would the, you know, the Vata dosha, it's usually a cold dosha. Why would it be associated with weather that's in the 80 or 90s? Well, it's sporadic. It's sporadic energy. And that is what's happening in the fall. We might have an 80 degree day and then we turn around and have a 60 degree day. Um, the next day, it's just a little bit all over. It might be raining and then it might be sunny and that could happen all in the same day. It could go from a little cool and cold and rainy to hot and humid and sunny by the end of the day. So those, those are some of the fall elements that are happening. So in Ayurveda, what do we say is, what are, what do we say we should be doing? You know, how do we maintain our internal balance? So with the Vata Dosha, it's characterized by qualities or the gunas of dryness, coldness, and mobility. To maintain balance, we have to counteract that with warmth, moisture, and stability. So this is why routines are so important in this fall season and why usually vodka doshas are often the ones who fight them the hardest. Now for myself, as I'm doing this, you might be able to hear my voice being kind of funny, I do not know if I have a fall allergy or I need to get my neti pot out as soon as I'm done recording this. I just have this tickle in my nose that I'm fairly certain is an allergy and I need to neti pot that out. Um, So neti pots are great if anyone does suffer from some fall allergies. uh, I myself know ragweed is something that always gets me. And so having a little neti pot excursion is really helpful. And then switching it off and on. Maybe one day it's neti pot and the next day it's nausea. Uh, that's something I like. Now I know not everyone loves the neti pot because it is an experience. It's like, you know, you're pouring water out the nose. It doesn't feel great. It's not for everyone. Personally, I don't mind it. So I do enjoy it just because I, I feel the benefits of it. I can tell when stuff has kind of gotten unstuck. Now, other tips for this fall season. So if we're going to dive into what should we be doing for the Vata Dosha? Well, eating seasonally. Fall is the perfect time to be harvesting your garden bounties, to be going in and seeing what you have left. Most likely, depending on where you live, you've probably harvested quite a bit. So right now, those root vegetables are what you want to be eating. Sweet potatoes, carrots, beets, they're going to provide grounding energy. When we're talking about grains, rice, quinoa, oats, that's going to maintain stability. Nuts and seeds, such as almonds, walnuts, flax seeds, that's going to offer healthy fats. And then fruits, apples, and pears, those are great in Ayurveda 
and we recommend slightly cooking them. So we stew the apples or stewed pears, and that's great for digestion as well. And those are offered as more of a snack, or if you want to have it for a breakfast, that a standalone meal versus uh, mixing fruit with your foods or with your actual meal, because your fruit is um, going to be digested first, and then that can actually slow digestion down. What about spices? What spices should we be having at meals? Incorporating warming spices such as cinnamon, cardamom, ginger, turmeric. Those are going to all help increase that digestive fire and they're going to combat the coldness that can be happening in the body. So again, warming spices. Herbal teas, sipping on things like chamomile, fennel, ginger, or licorice. Now these are going to help kind of settle that restless energy and help enhance relaxation. Just a side note about licorice. If you're taking medication for high blood pressure, you do not actually want to be having licorice tea. And I'm not talking about licorice that like the Twizzlers, (laughs) you know, I'm talking about the actual plant, the licorice plant or root that you're going to be having. Next up on my Vata pacifying list, one that I personally do every day, Abhinyanga, the self-massage. So doing a warming oil like sesame or almond, maybe making your own lavender oil. It's a practice that only is not, it nourishes your skin, but it also is calming to your nervous system. So that's why it's so good for that Bata Dosha. Being prepared to do some mindful movement at this season. So maybe some gentle grounding exercises. If you're going to do yoga, maybe it's more of the Hatha, restorative or yin-based practices. Tai Chi is also wonderful. Walking in nature and then doing all of those practices, you know, maybe not turning on your Apple watch. If that's something that you normally are like, I have to get this amount of steps or I have to reach this amount of calorie burn, you know, putting that all aside and just really getting mindful and feeling what your body feels like doing your movements. That's going to be the best thing for you during this season. Pranayam to be doing. I have preached this left and right. I taught seven yoga classes over the past um, three days here over the last weekend. And I think I talked about alternate nostril breathing and I almost every single class, if not every class, it is truly probably my favorite um, pranayam. And it really does help balance your energy and promotes mental clarity. It reduces stress. I can instantly tell when I teach it, everyone just kind of gets into a different state Well, you know, I usually have people do it for three minutes, you know, during class and I can really see everyone just drop in, you know, drop into their practice a little bit deeper, whether we do it at the beginning or maybe we do it right before we settle into a Shavasana. It really is a, is a game changer. And so if that's something that's new to you, definitely look up if you're not sure how to do it, how to perform that practice and then give it a shot, you know, start with maybe three to five minutes in the morning and just really see how it affects your day and how you feel. Brahmari is another great pranayam for the Vata Dosha. That's that bumblebee breath, another one to look up and another one to practice, especially if you have little kids. It's a great one to do with kiddos as well. Staying hydrated. So even though it's a little cooler out, we still want to stay hydrated and we want to opt for warm or room temperature beverages to prevent excessive coldness in the body. So skip the ice beverages. Um, So this is the time where you might be transitioning out of the ice lattes, let's say if you're a latte drinker, into a warm latte. 
And then again, if you're a vata and you want to balance your vata, you might be really reducing your coffee intake altogether. So those are little ways that you can kind of um, slowly integrate this into your practice. And then finally, an Ayurvedic consult, you know, seeing a practitioner, seeing someone to help you determine your dosha and then receiving personalized guidance for the fall season. So I have opened up some um, one-on-one consults, just one-offs if anyone is interested and just doing a, hey, I know about Ayurveda or hey, Ayurveda is brand new to me. What are ways that I could incorporate this into my life? Um, I have opened up my books for some one-on-one consults that I'll take in the next uh, month in case anyone's interested. What can I do for my dosha specifically? So in conclusion, as we transition into that fall season, aligning ourselves with the wisdom of Ayurveda can really help us navigate this season and help us tune into our own bodies. You know, by, by paying attention to mother nature, we can kind of see how much she lives inside of us and how, what she's doing is what our bodies are trying to do. So really embracing the beauty of this season, embracing the beauty of Ayurveda and just tuning in, slowing down to pay attention. How does my body feel when I'm doing X, Y, Z? Those are the ways to practice Ayurveda and really start to see the benefits of it in your life and really embodying these practices. All right. It's a nice short and sweet one tonight or this morning, I guess this, this is coming out whenever you're listening to it. I'm recording it at night, but I want to thank you so much for tuning into the podcast each week. Let me know if you have any questions and everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power.